You are listening to an ANR podcast. Today we talk about the new Haslab Galactus unveiling, today's NECA Comic Con, and the recent news of the G.I. Joe license with Hasbro, and also our top five time travel movies. Let's go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another A&R podcast. This is obviously episode 26, as you heard in the intro. We've got a great show today. It is fun-filled episode. We've got some cool topics to get into. But like always, before we get into our topics, I want to bring in my fellow members, partner, friends. I don't know. But he is my Rocky to his Bullwinkle. My buddy, Chris, how you doing? I thought you were going to say Rocky Balboa, but, you know, I (laughs) guess that's okay. (laughs) We'll save that for another day. Uh, Chris, how are you doing? Uh, I am good. It's going to be an interesting episode because, you know, I missed We're we're all over the place. Yeah, so unfortunately we're missing D, so it's going to be kind of cool. Yeah, unfortunately our friend D is on uh, a much-needed vacation. So he's on vacation, and he's going to recharge his batteries and get back to us very, very soon. I think he's uh, said something probably about next week, so he should be back very soon. But uh, he's probably listening, so D, get some rest, recharge those batteries, and we can't wait to get you back on. But the show must go on, and today, me and you, we've got a great show but uh, as always, you know, we talk about what we got and what we watched. So, Chris, take it away. All right. So, um, I didn't get really anything this week, and uh, which is going to lead into what I watched. So, okay. what I've watched is obviously Loki episode six, which unfortunately I wasn't around to join you guys. Yes, uh, it was. <laughs> well, you know, since you mentioned it, and you know, you weren't around, you did have some things that going on that day. Why don't you quickly give us your uh, final overall score for the Loki show? Okay, so I will and, give and then my... I'm, sorry, and then I'll tell you what me and D also gave the score okay. after. So um, I'll give my rating for that episode. I'll speak to it a little bit. Um, yeah. It was definitely the episode I was looking forward to. Was it the episode that I thought was the most amazing? Unfortunately, no. Uh, there oh, was, wow. <laughs> you know what, let's, it, did it let you down? Is that what you say? It let me down a little bit. It really oh, okay. did. Uh, I was just expecting this huge action sequence, which we got a little bit, but it was just a lot of talking and, you know, there was definitely a lot of, uh, little tidbits in there that's, um, the... What's his name again? Tom Hiddleston? No. Um, oh, my God. The timekeeper. Kang? Yes. Like when he said, oh, I've had many names, the Conqueror. And I'm like, oh, there it is. Okay. Elvin was right. <laughs> <laughs> but like that whole scene, I felt like I was watching the end of Matrix. Do you guys remember that when uh, Neo goes to meet the creator and he's explaining the Matrix? 
And then yes, you had to watch it like four more times to understand what he was saying. And I still didn't understand <laughs> what he was trying to say. Yeah. But, you know, it was just... I know that we're getting a second season and they didn't want to give us too much. But they wanted to lead us into the next season. So that was... That was all right, I guess. And, you know, that little fight scene between Sylvie and Loki was good. You know, there was some realizations hit there. And then I think the part that I really enjoyed mostly about this episode was the last part when Loki gets back to the TVA and he finds Mobius and he's like, hey, I know I know what's going on. I know what's going on. And then he. Mobius is like, okay, calm down. Who's your supervisor? And he's like, what? <laughs> what just happened? And uh, <laughs> and so, of course, they left us with a bit of a cliffhanger. Um, yep. So, you know, here's the thing. is, It sounds like they reset uh, the series. So going into second season... We're going to see something new. But I am a, I am slightly concerned because I have seen something like this in a TV show before where they kind of reset halfway through the season and started all over again. And it ruined the entire TV show. Like it did That's not. It did not what get t- a second season. What TV season. show was it? Uh, oh, my God. This is going back to I think it was two. 2001 it was uh witchblade based off the popular comic book yes yeah and so i you know obviously disney is probably going to do a better job than what that tv series did but i just hope we don't see any repeats of what we've already watched you know that's the only thing i'm worried about um but what i'm looking forward to in the second season Oh. oh there's There's, there was a there was a lot of holes in that i mean uh i mean it it, it was a it was a in my opinion i i liked the last episode did i love the last episode no not really there were some parts and there were kind of dragged on a little bit but it sets up the you know next phase of the mcu with this you know character as the main villain probably because Kang is that type of high level villain that you can surround a decade with the movies and TV shows around mm-hmm. especially one that can time travel pretty much in any part of the MCU and they've already let the cat out of the bag saying that's going to be multiple Kangs that there's going to be a big war coming so you could see this whole thing developing right so it's going to be massive I mean what we saw with Thanos and that build up to Thanos uh, in the last um, uh, movie is nothing compared to what we're going to see now because this is going to come from all fronts from various timelines. Right. Right. So this is going to be insane of what's going to happen. And my early prediction, this is way early, this is probably 10 years early, but I think after it's all said and done, it's going to be a big change in the MCU. It's going to be more of a brand new start. It's going to be a total refresh start, I think. It's going to Remove everything for 20 years and it's going to be a brand new clean slate start to the MCU saga after this decade is done. Yeah. I, I, That's what I think. Let's face it. Disney is like, they're 
they're already planned like five, ten years from now. So oh, yeah, Kevin Feige's planned this for you know years ahead. So I think they're gonna be. I think they will do it the smart way, and you know, give us something amazing for next season. Yeah. You know, it's, and I'm sure it, they're gonna have some huge surprises for us next season. You know, probably Absolutely. see some cast from yeah. the Avengers and you know how it intertwines everything. They're so good at that. So you know, I'm just ready and. Uh, I can't believe we have to wait till next year. <laughs> so, what are what are your marks for this? So, for that episode, I'd give it a six out of ten. Wow. Okay. Um, but for the entire season, it's still pretty high. I'm giving it a nine out of ten. I still really enjoyed That's- it. That's uh that's about right what we gave it. Um D gave it nine and I believe I gave it nine point five. Oh nice. Yeah. And I'm a little biased because I'm a big fan of Kang the Conqueror, so that's what the point <laughs> five came from. Because honestly, like I, I don't know if you remember us talking about episode five where I had this prediction where it's gonna be another Loki that's running the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean I had Kang early on as my end game kind of character, but I thought because the reason is when we saw the trailers that are le- leading up to these uh, this uh, episodes, there was a Loki that was fully dressed in the armor and everything, sitting in a throne, and that scene is not even in the show, so it's been cut off, right? Oh, so okay, that was where I was thinking, like because I haven't seen that scene, I'm like, this is probably going to be at the Citadel at the very end, when they go into that you know uh, place, and so. That's what were my, you know, thinking was that this is going to be run by another Loki sitting on a throne there, mm-hmm. the, the one true Loki, who thinks there's one true Loki, and so when they revealed um, Jonathan Majors, I was just like, first of all, I'm a huge fan of him um, from his other TV show, so the fact that I saw him, I was surprised because, you know, you don't see such a huge character being introduced in a TV show. It's usually a movie, right? That's a good point. Yeah. And it's I guess it's showing that Disney really is pushing their TV shows and they're they're not afraid to bring in a big character into a TV show. And the other thing is I mean Jonathan Majors and his agent have to sign off on this thing because a lot of actors don't want to be in a TV show because they think that's going to hurt their overall you know, star power, their appeal, right? So a lot of people, can, a lot of actors don't want to do TV shows thinking that it's below movies and they don't want to, you know, lose that opportunity to get movie deals down the road because now they're considered a TV sitcom kind of actor. But so, if, if you don't mind me uh, interjecting, yeah. you know, here's the thing with TV series. They've, they have evolved so much. And yeah. you know what? If you were a true actor, a TV series isn't below you. It's just another form of telling a story. And it all yeah. comes down to, you know what? If you think uh, going to TV series, you have to dumb down and lower your acting. No, you don't. You know, yeah. that's why, you know, you have an agent, you get the scripts, you read through it. If it looks good to you, then do it. Because... It was only maybe 
six or seven years ago that we started seeing big movie actors go into TV shows. Yeah. Like Halle Berry. We're going to see a lot of that because a lot of money is being put into TV shows. And we're going to discuss next week about TV shows and budgets. I got, I got some fun topics that we could talk about next week. Oh, but awesome. uh, we got to get back into our yeah. topics here because uh, <laughs> we're getting sidetracked here. But uh, good to see your final score. That does wrap up everything for us uh, with Loki. But uh, yeah, well, let's get into our very first topic. It is about the reveals that Hasbro and NECA did the last 48 hours. And boy, not 48 hours, last few days. And boy, it's been quite interesting. So we'll start <laughs> off with the Fan First Friday reveal, which was pretty much what everyone was expecting, the HasLab Galactus. This guy is just massive. It, you got to see how tall he is and, like, you know, how much it costs. Yeah. I Are you are, are you backing it? You know what? Uh, I am not, only because, you know, I know who he is, but most of my Legend collection is X-Men. So, you know, I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't back the Sentinel. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, watching this video... And him comparing the two sizes, I think it was actually like four to five centimeters taller than the old Toy Biz Marvel Legends Galactus. Mm -hmm. It's yes. almost human size. <laughs> <laughs> it, it stands at 32 inches tall. Yeah, it's like, bring him out on a walk. Hello, this is my child. His name is Galactus. <laughs> wow, very interesting name. <laughs> but yeah, um... As of Monday, uh, July 19th, they have asked a target of 14,000 to be backed. Yeah. It's at 7,859 backers, and that is less than two days. Wow. Yeah. So that's crazy that he's already surpassed the half mark in just 48 hours. Mm hmm. I think people are kind of. Okay, I need to talk to my wife. I need to start saving up to see if I can get this. Because, you know, we've seen it with the Sentinel where we they needed the backers for that one. And then once they reached that, and then once people started seeing those extra little goodies and content being unlocked at different levels of backers, you know, that's when yeah. I think they really are going to start rolling in because... You know, again, I'm not a huge Galactus fan, but this figure looks so sweet with the different face plates that he has and Absolutely. the light up eyes and seriously scaled to action figure size, you know, and, yeah. you know, the one thing that I remember uh, one of the guests from Marvel was talking about, he said he kind of teased it to us. And I'm surprised that there's not more backers yet. But he said, I want everyone to back this up because the final unlockable is amazing. So I, can, I can't even imagine what it could be. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, everyone's saying that the Galactus uh, tier or unlocks are going to be the Heralds. So... Uh, okay. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. Like it's it's gonna be tough. I just hope it's not like 
battle damage stuff, right? Like, it's... I, 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 I don't want that. I, I mean, honestly, like, a Sentinel, okay, fine, because it, it, it has the ability to get damaged because of the Wolverine fact and, you know, it's smaller scale. Mm-hmm. But Galactus is a world eater, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it can get damaged, yes. The, 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 the thing can get hurt, but it just, like, do I really need battle damage Galactus as a world eater? Like, I want to see what they have. Honestly, I don't know what they could possibly give us, but I hope it's pretty cool. I mean, some people are saying that they want, like, a throne for him. I, I doubt that it's going to happen. That's <laughs> going to be huge. Like, yeah, where exactly. would you put it's, that? It's, unless it's a foldable throne, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those chairs that you get for the park, right? Foldable it's actually, <laughs> it's actually <laughs> the box that you get them in. You fold it into the throne. <laughs> yeah. But going back to, you know, the battle damage and, you know, it makes sense for the Sentinel, yes. But the one thing that it doesn't make sense on both sides, let only the head gets damaged. What about the rest of the body? It just looks weird when you're trying to portray that whole battle damage sentinel. It's like... The... No, no, no. There's the hand. There's a hand that's cut off. Oh. Did I Yeah, there's that? a hand piece that's actually cut off, I believe, severed. Like, uh, the, the the hands are actually... The fingers, sorry. Oh. So, there is a damage element to that. Okay. But, but the Galactus, what I'm thinking is maybe they're going to have laser beams or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> kind of, honestly, I don't know. Like, Heralds, the only thing I can think of is Heralds. Like, I could see maybe, um, what do you call it, um, Nova in a different color costume. Because mm-hmm. they already made the figure, right? So I'm thinking Nova, maybe, who knows what else, uh, different Heralds. There, there is a few out there. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting. And the fact that we're getting that, it's cool. Because they don't really need to do any of this stuff, right? Oh, yeah. But... It's crazy how they pushed the number to 14,000. I'm not surprised because they're probably going off the success rate of Sentinel because what was the final tally? Like that went way over than... I think over 15,000, I remember. Oh, wow. But here's the thing, though. The Sentinel people can buy as armies. Yeah. Right? There's only one Galactus. True. I mean, that didn't stop me, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you backed <laughs> I'm it, right? Saying, right? You backed the it. The average consumer is going to buy one mm-hmm. because that's all they really want. Right. Right. So it so, doesn't make sense to, you know, do so low. They want to make it worth their while, right? Do you think it's greed by Hasbro saying, seeing what they saw with Sentinels? No. When you say it that way, I think it's the smartest way to do it. You know, it's like you said, they're thinking about some people are going to Sentinel army build where with Galactus, you know, people are only going to buy one. Yeah, the average consumer is going to buy one. Or two or three, depending on who it is. But But, I mean, in all seriousness, no one's going to army build Galactus. That's right? true. There's no advantages of building an army build Galactus unless you're a huge, huge Galactus fan and you want every single version that they're showing, uh, you know, in in your shelf at all times, right? Yeah. But that's going to be very, very small amount of people, and so for them to have fourteen thousand as the the number they hit to get it back, I think it's a little much. I, I think it's a little, a little bit of greed. I think ten thousand would have been great, and then every 
thousand after that or every two thousand after that you could hit the tiers right true but the, i mean having said that we're already yeah. past the halfway point yeah two days in two days in but it's struggling right like, i don't think it's gonna hit ten thousand anytime soon i think it's gonna take a good week or so because some of these people are probably trying to empty out their credit cards so they, <laughs> yeah. they can put money in there <laughs> so they can go and purchase this and sometimes credit cards take three days to empty out yeah. right <laughs> so i think tomorrow afternoon we're gonna have a good idea of how many people are buying this thing because it's come to a crawl i've been i've been watching it you know since the start you know first day it shot out like a rocket you know it, it was like three four thousand right away immediately yeah, and and then it slowly trickled down to the hundreds, and then now it's going 10, 20, you know, here or there kind of purchases per few hours. Mm -hmm. So I think it's tapering, and these guys should be worried though, Hasbro, because if it doesn't get to fourteen thousand, there's going to be a lot of angry people because, I mean, if you have like nine to ten thousand people saying they want it, and then they, Hasbro says no, sorry, we didn't get fourteen, so we're going to cancel it. There's going to be a lot of angry people. Yeah. Right? So they they're pretty confident based on their numbers thinking that they're going to hit 14,000. And I'm praying they do because I really want this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like I want him bad. The right? us, so. yeah. The awesome thing though is, you know, when they they uh posted the price, I was kind of shocked because, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh he's bigger than the Sentinel, but the same price. Because the Sentinel was what? Well, he's a little bit. He's about fifty dollars more. How much was the Sentinel? Three ninety nine, wasn't he? Uh, you're talking about Canadian, right? Well, I'm going by like the American price. The that Sentinel. They the, I think the American price was around three fifty, including shipping. Okay, so yeah, it's fifty dollars more, but you know, it looks like you're getting more too. But that also includes all the unlockables once more people buy. Yeah. I mean, don't, keep in mind, this has this is bigger, but it also has more articulation, I believe. And it also has uh, light-up LEDs built into the eyes and the chest area. Did you see that when they lit them up? Yeah, and three swappable faceplates as well, already included. Which is pretty freaking good. Yeah, so... It has already a lot of stuff that the Sentinel had in terms of tiers. Uh, I mean, the Sentinel had replacement heads. Mm -hmm. This has faceplate swapping, but the idea is the same, right? Like, I mean, you get a different look. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, I think, to me, honestly, the price is fair. Mm -hmm. It is, I mean, it's a Haslab. We're not expecting a, a $199 item, right? We, I was expecting three fifty to four hundred. That was what I was going into thinking this is going to cost. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I, I, anyone who doesn't buy this thing and wants this thing, let's say two years from now, you're going to be paying a thousand dollars easily. Yeah. So if you're they, listening and you're trying to figure out, or yeah, should if you're I on buy the fence, this? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, get it now because then you won't pay the eBay prices. prices yeah. yeah. I mean, if if. If people are not, you know, believing what we're saying, then you just go to EB, uh, e eBay, sorry, and take a look at what the Sentinels are costing right now. They are not even out yet, and people are asking for over a thousand dollars. So, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I remember seeing a bid for like $1,800 <gasps> US Ugh. for a Sentinel. For a Sentinel. Not an army of Sentinels, an A Sentinel. <sighs> so, yeah, and, and it's only going to go up more. As soon as it comes into people's hands, it's mm-hmm. going to go I, I'm thinking it's going to be around $2,000 resale. Oh, gosh, yeah. And that's not even guaranteeing all the extras. Yeah. You know, and... And they gave us a lot of extras. Yeah. yeah. So $2,000 is probably what you're going to pay in the aftermarket once the Sentinels actually come into people's hands. Because the hype's going to be insane. Oh, God, yeah. You're going to see you're going to see every YouTuber, including us, doing Sentinel videos. It's going to be all over the internet. <laughs> it's going to be insane. Invasion of the Sentinels. I do got to say, though, I just thought of this as a wicked unlockable. Wouldn't it be amazing if the final unlockable for Galactus was Silver Surfer, but he was completely chromed out? I actually heard that somewhere, I believe, yesterday. (sighs) I would would probably faint because I'm a huge (laughs) Silver Surfer fan. I mean, he he is to me what Phoenix is to you. Yeah. Right? Like, very close. I mean, I do love uh, some other characters pretty closely to the chest, but yeah, no, if I see all out Chrome Surfer, I will scream. Literally. <laughs> I'll <Like>. probably hear <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> you you probably will hear me. And that's not even to Zoom, it's just the airwaves. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. I'll wake up I mean, to yeah, someone screaming. I'm like, oh, Elvin got what he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, uh, but uh, no, I, I honestly, it's uh, something I, you know, I'm just excited to see what these unlockables are. Just like, hurry up, people, start backing <laughs> <Yeah>. this up. <laughs> Clear your credit cards, start backing it up, sell some of your figures to pay for the credit card, and get going, people. But uh, yeah, no, it's going to be really fun to see what transpires in the next 42 days left before the backer time runs out. And we're past 50%, so we'll see how it goes. We'll probably do, um, next week we'll do an update of where the numbers are. Oh, just yeah. to talk to D about it and see what he thought. Cause I'd love to see, uh, I'd love to hear, sorry, D's, uh, what he's doing. Because D uh, actually told me that he hasn't bought his yet. <gasps> so he's just waiting, and I'm like, what are you waiting for? So <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. There's no, he's going to buy one. I'm going to push him over the top, so don't worry about that. <laughs> He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely enabling him. So, um, okay, we'll we'll also talk about NECA. So ne- NECA's like, hey, you know, hold my beer. We got some stuff too here. Oh, and yes. um, NECA dropped some early pictures and had a little bit of a their own Comic Con, NECA Con, if you want to call it, today, which is a Monday, July nineteenth. And they dropped some pictures. They showed some figures. There was a lot to get into. Yeah, definitely. Do wanna, where do you want to start? Where, where do you want to actually start? Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I'm going to start with uh, what i seen and what I wasn't expecting. Because they already did a two-pack. But in the cloth clothing is the Halloween 2 two-pack with Michael Myers and... Oh my gosh, I almost said Doc Brown, but <laughs> but it's yeah, but it's all in plastic form, which is going to scale well with my other NECA ones. But then I thought, no, I can't get rid of my clothed ones because that came with the early Laurie Strode, which we haven't had. 
Um, the cool thing about this two pack is you don't just get the figures. You actually get in the scene as he's leaving, he like catches on fire. So this figure comes with cool flame effects that you can clip onto his body and they're That's all translucent. Crazy. So uh, let's just say I'm going to have to make so much more space in my cabinets for these <laughs> figures coming up. Uh, no, no release date yet, which was kind of cool that with this Comic-Con, you know, if you're listening and you've ever went to like Hasbro PulseCon last year, you see the videos and then everyone's rushing. It was a little more chill. Like there's yeah. no rush to like, no stress. Yes. It was amazing. So that's. Out of all the figures that they showed, that's w just one of them that I'm excited about. What did you see that you're excited for? Well, they, they released a bunch of stuff. Like, I mean, I, I'll just read over some of the stuff they talked about today. They talked about Back to the Future, the Defenders of the Earth, the Boys, Halloween, the Thing, Alien, Predator, Gremlins, Gargoyles, and then obviously uh, TMNT. So, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff. I actually... You know, I like the Defenders of the Earth stuff because they were actually before Marvel and DC got rolling. These guys were your superheroes, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I haven't got my hands on them just yet because they're not available in Canada, which is the one gripe that I have with NECA. They uh, seem yes. to not care about Canadian, you know, fans. And it just drives me nuts because you release it in Walmart. Walmart is available. Walmart's here in Canada. And you have Target exclusives which Toys R Us does for Hasbro. So I don't know why they can't do that with their stuff here. And it's just, we used to get them with EB Games, but now EB Games apparently has lost their license from what I heard. Ugh. And I haven't seen, I haven't seen a NECA turtle figure from EB Games in like over six months. Yeah. So it's frustrating that we're not getting any of this stuff. And I don't know what the problem is. And I have vented many times to their website and wrote emails to them saying, this is ridiculous that, I have to go and buy from their NECA store. And the NECA store is not like Target and Walmart where you get lots of options. It's certain items are on there and that's it. Mm -hmm. Right? You don't get the choice of all the characters. Like right now, my NECA, you know, stuff that I'm getting is either through friends that live in the U.S. or, you know, Matt, Matt's been helping me out. He got me the Turtles in Disguise through another friend of his that lives in the US and we have to pay some absorbent shipping prices to get it here and also custom prices too if custom decides to hit us with the custom fee as well right so that's what we have to do right now to go get these figures and it's really annoying I'm getting a little annoyed with NECA and I really love NECA they were my you know company of the year last year and right now I'm not feeling so much with these guys yeah the so, last NECA figure that I actually got from them was from a release last year, which was that Halloween two pack and the eight inch cloth figures. It's yeah. just like, what? What's the deal? Like, I'm right there with you in frustration because you know they do all the horror movie figures, they do all the classic kind of eighties figures like Back to the Future that I collect and. I can't even get my hands on them because they're not even around. And even a couple of the Canadian uh, websites that we buy from, like Redshift and Toy Snowman, they have it up, 
on their website, but it's only pre-order, but it's been on pre-order for about six, seven months and it's widely easily available in the States. It's just like, they need to get their crap together and start thinking about Canada because yeah. it's money, right? Exactly. There's a big market here that, you know, really love NECA products, you know, from whether it be turtles or the horror stuff that you're talking about. There's a big market for that. I mean, I met people who are huge fans of Predator and they love Predator figures and NECA has been killing it with these stuff. So the fact that they can't serve Canadian customers, it's really unfortunate. And they're trying to send it through the comic stores and online stores here in Canada, but they're still months and months and months behind like some of these stores are eight months behind yeah and it makes them like, look bad because you get these people who yeah. pre-order and they're like well where's my order and yeah, everybody in the u.s is playing with them already and <sighs> you guys are there's no there's not even a date of release here like yeah seriously it's it gets frustrating and you know it's it's kind of something that we talked about before if you start to lose traction with your fans in different areas of the world not being able to get yeah. your product and someone else gets a licensing and starts bringing out those toys well guess what they're gonna get what they can get their hands on and you're gonna lose out so get your yeah, i mean uh, we'll see what happens hopefully so uh, i do want to talk about a few of the figures that they mentioned uh i talked a little touched a little bit on the defenders of the earth I'm looking to probably get those if they show up or if I can have access to it online. Um, also, they showed some pictures of gargoyles. Goliath packaging was shown. Um, what is it? Uh, Demona? Yes. Teaser. They showed her with the articulated wings and accessories. She looks pretty good. So, yeah. I love that then, they get this. I love that they give us head sculpts. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, I never worry about accessories with NECA. Yeah. I never, never worry about accessories. They give me more than I actually need. And it's... I, I, I don't think I've ever once... Maybe I have once, but I don't think I've ever complained about not getting enough accessories. <laughs> yeah, From anything like... I buy, any, and, and that's across the board, anything I buy NECA. Anything. Yeah. And the crazy yeah. thing is, like, these NECA figures, which you get crap loads of accessories, and sometimes... Sometimes even two extra head sculpts on top of the one that's already on the figure. These yeah. figures are thirty nine ninety nine. Depending on where you buy from, if yeah. it's like a smaller store, it can be forty two. But you know what? Support your uh, small businesses. Yeah, you know absolutely. it really does help. And then we got Marvel Legends, which just went yeah. up to thirty two ninety nine. And it's and just... we're talking Canadian here, so anyone who's yeah. listening in the U.S. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like. You're, if you're going to raise the price, raise it to the point where you can actually give us stuff <laughs> extra. <laughs> like, if they said, okay, Marvel Legends $35, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to be happy about it, but if they say $35, but it allows us to give you an extra head sculpt in every package. Yeah. Right? Not okay. just random ones, whatever we feel like it. Yeah. And even if so, NECA did go up in price a couple dollars, heck, we're still getting our money's worth with it. So I, I'll tell you something right now. I, I just did an unboxing video. By the way, anybody who's listening, you can probably find us at Astonishing NR. We have a social platform for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Go check us out. Chris, you're killing it over there, buddy. 
So <laughs> definitely go check that out. And we also have a YouTube channel where we do figure reviews. And we're going to have uh, uh, the unboxing of the Turtles in Disguise that I just did. And let me tell you, it took me forever to unpack the accessories that came with this. <laughs> it was insane. It was so tiring to take everything out. You know, like, I couldn't believe how many accessories it came with. So it was more than enough of accessories to, you know, make anyone happy. And I didn't care how much it cost because I knew that I was getting value for what I paid for this. Well, and that's what I mean. Like when you pay forty dollars or forty-five dollars for a six-inch figure compared mm-hmm. to a Hasbro, it sounds like a huge difference. But the amount of accessories you get, you're just you're just like happy with it because you're allowed to now, you know, do almost anything you want with this figure in terms of articulation and posability. Yeah, right? and I think NECA, NECA, I feel like they see everything you know they're seeing how collectors want accessories they people are doing a lot of dios and i don't know if you've seen in the uh picture drops of back to the future uh the two figures coming out they said an accessory set is on its way and you know it's not the first time they did it they did it with uh the uh friday the 13th and they also yep. did it with, um, oh my gosh, on the well, spot. They did, they, they did it. They did it with the the turtles in disguise. That you didn't have to buy the turtles in disguise. I believe you could just buy the accessories, right? Oh. They had an accessory pack uh, that you could have bought earlier. So yeah, they they do this all the time, right? And this is cool. Mm-hmm. And then um, speaking of backgrounds, it's funny you mentioned that they showed off. A four-pack Channel Six News Crew, <laughs> and it's got a it's got a broadcasting studio background. Not surprised. They took they took a picture with these backgrounds, and it looks like they're in a studio. <sighs> they put the figures in front of it, and they put and the accessories that come with it are um, studio TV studio box. It's got cameras. It's got the lighting, just like you would in a newsroom. It's got all these accessories that come with it, mm-hmm. and the floor is there too. So you can even have the floor. You get the floor get, with it. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole what? Uh, diode that it's inside the box within the box. Jeez. And then um, you also have the Channel Six building. <laughs> So, so you can actually you can actually put the little cat at the entrance of the door. It comes with the little cat. Nice. I, I think you'll I think you'll love that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Charlie will love that. Like looking at that set, it's and that's not all you get in that ultimate set. Like when you scroll the screen over, you get a t shirt, you get the channel six lanyard, you know, whatever NECA's doing, they're doing it right. Yeah. You know. And seeing those images just brought me right back to being a kid watching that cartoon. Like, so, um, her boss, I completely forgot about. And then I seen that, I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, it, they're doing it so well with capturing our childhoods, which we love. You know, we're always a sucker for it. I, they even explained 
during the uh, press where um, I think the IG live they did or afterwards, they even explained why they didn't give an extra April O'Neil a normal head because the body had the fur colors on it, so <laughs> the head would not go with it. But I'm just like, you should have put the head in to show us that it's better than the one you gave us. Right? Like, <laughs> I would take that head and put it in the one you gave us because the one they gave us it's got like a bobblehead size, right? It's huge. Uh, yeah. I'm not a fan of that head. I, I do not like that April O'Neil head at all. The so. production photo of it looks so good. But then when I seen the actual photo, it's just like, ooh, what happened? Ugh, so many people were customizing it too to uh, make it look the way yeah, it Yeah, I've seen be. some really nice customizations. I, I tried to get it. <laughs> but they're not selling. They're like, no, we barely really were able to make one for ourselves. So. Uh. Yeah, so and then they also mentioned um, the couple of two-packs. They had Dirt Bag and Ground Chuck, which is really cool. I can't wait. I love these two characters. They're not popular by any means, but they just look so good. And they're so cartoony. <laughs> the colors are bright. Oh, it's, it's just right up my alley. Like, just tell me where to buy it. Like, I, I'm ready to go. Like, take my money. You know, I'm ready to go. And then they had Wingnut and Screw Loose. Chrome Dome. Chrome Dome looks massive. If you thought, um, you know, Crane's, uh, you know, what's his name? The guy, the body that he has, the Wrath of Krang, the body. If you thought that was big, Chrome Dome is supposed to tower over that. Well, he's what, 10 inches? Yeah. It's going to look huge. And that's NECA's biggest figure yeah. they've ever done, which is, well, and, not really. They've done the quarter well, scale. But no, but this is not the quarter scale level, though. Yeah. Right? This is for the six inch and seven inch <laughs> scale <that's> level. <laughs> I mean, the fact that they went and made it big, they didn't have to. They could have made it the same size as some of the other figures and said, "Hey, based on our limitation and budget, we can't make it any bigger. Otherwise, we'd be too priced out." Yeah. But I think you know they made it big to tell everybody that, "Hey, we can make these big figures." Right? Hasbro's not the only one. Yeah, granted, it's not thirty two inches tall, but we can make these big figures. And a lot of this is also leading up to what I want to talk about also. They did hint that there are some new licensing they got access to now. They didn't mention Ooh. what, but oh. they got a few new licensing, they said. And they're going to announce that after the summer, what they got. Do you have so, an idea of... You know what? I was thinking of something and I forgot totally now what it was. When it comes to me next week, I'll definitely mention it. <laughs> but it's a great topic to think what licensing they got well let's let's talk it out they got <clears throat> teenage mutant ninja turtles they got they they got universal which we've already seen um frankenstein and we also have the mummy coming and yep. um there was another one they the thing. got the thing which yep. is i think is that screen gem no but that's a license there. They have Halloween. Well, they got the, the Chucky brand. Right? Yeah, Chucky. They got that. New Line Cinema. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, who could it be? <laughs> I, I, you know, honestly, like, I'm right now trying to figure out in my head who it is, but I'm coming up with nothing. But I, earlier today, I did have something in my head about it. Mm -hmm. What I was oh my God, could it be this? And then I, you know, lost my train of thoughts. I should have wrote it down, but I'm definitely going to remember later on when the show ends. I'll be like, yeah, that's what it was. 
It better so not. Always, always, always happens to me. <laughs> it better not be Marvel. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't need think to start gonna, collecting. I don't, I don't think it will. It. I don't think they're gonna do that. Yeah, I definitely want to. They also had two th- other movie from Turtles, two movie figures that kind of really upset me because I already purchased these two. <laughs> oh. They have the unmasked Casey Jones figure. That looks so good. I know, but I Ugh. bought one already. <laughs> yeah, well, now you'll have. Well, you could trade that trade that in and get this one where you can have it unmasked or masked. What they should have done was give us a different outfit. What other outfit does he have? I don't know. Make something up. I don't care. <laughs> like, give him a hockey jersey, right? Why not a hockey jersey? Well, doesn't he wear a trench coat? Well, not kind in this of? one. He just oh. he's got his you know white shirt and his um, I believe sweatshirt uh, sweatpants. But no, I mean. <laughs> They could have gave us two heads. I'm sure they're going to give us additional heads there, but they also fixed the arm. They said the arm had issues. What, what do you know? What was wrong with the? I have to check my figure, but they said the arm had some issues. Uh, it didn't look proportional or didn't look good, so uh... they fixed it and it gave it better articulation as well. It is still single jointed, but it, it's it's got more than a ninety degree bend to it. Okay. So yeah, they said they fixed that as well. So that also makes my figure you know like worthless <laughs> i was like ah thanks for mentioning that now nobody will even want to buy that one from me the first one <laughs> sell it now sell it now yeah i know right before word gets out um and then they also dropped the super shredder an updated version of super shredder like they've already given us two super shredders they've given us the the purple variant and then the the black variant super shredder now they gave us a, a third one with a different belt it's got more spikes on it and the cape looks freaking awesome. Ugh. The cape looks crazy. You have to check it out. When you get a chance, check it out. You're going to love that cape. It's so cool. Okay. It's better than the cape that it came with for the first uh, Super Shredder. So apparently this was a this was the European release back in the day. Oh, no way. So the, yeah, this was the European release, how the European release looked like. So <laughs> they paying an homage to that. So now I have to buy another Super Shredder. Like, do I really need three Super Shredders in my collection, right? Silly question to ask me, but... I think we talked about this before in an episode of Simpsons when Lisa was excited about the new Malibu Stacy, and they're like, what's so new about it? And she comes with just a beach hat, and, like, you get this Super (laughs) Shredder. Now it comes with a new and improved cape, and everyone goes crazy for it. Yeah. That's collectors for you. That is a nutshell right there. This is how they get you all the time. (laughs) Yes. All the time. Hasbro is good at that. Hasbro (sighs) really takes the piss out of people. Oh my gosh, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming their way. The Goliath I'm excited about. The Turtle stuff I'm excited about. The, you know, the boys. So they introduced two other characters. Black Noir, which is like AKA Snake Eyes. They introduced that character, so he looks very similar <laughs> to Snake Eyes, and uh, A Train, the guy who you know, I, you watched the show, right? The boys? Not yet. Oh I my know. god, I'm terrible. <laughs> oh my god, people send him hate mail. No, 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 just kidding. Don't, don't send him hate mail. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's a good show. You definitely need to jump on that. That is highly recommended. Season one and two. Okay, it's up there. I'll binge it. I'm, and, I'm sure I'll watch the first episode, being like. Ooh, okay, let's keep going, you know. Oh, the first episode will get you. It'll oh, get okay, you. Good. You'll be like, I'm hooked. I'm good to go. Let's do this. 
That's how good the show is. It gets you right off the bat. There's no slow start. It's like immediate impact. Oh, so it's, it's yeah, it's really cool. So and then they also at the very end, they teased us at the rooftop. They have the shadows of Tokar, uh, Tokar and Razar, the cartoon version. There was a cartoon the version one. of them. <laughs> Everybody says that. I just Everybody remember the that. movie. Ah <laughs> uh, well, there's apparently a cartoon version of that. So and they're oh. gonna, they're gonna be released. I think it's um, gonna be released later on. It's not gonna be anything that we're gonna see this summer. I think it's probably down the road. I think it's probably gonna be around the fall time they're gonna start showing us the stuff. Sounds so, about right. Interesting that how. Like you're saying, they took a chill approach to everything. They didn't bombard you with all these figures and say, "Hey, go now, go now, go now, go now." You know, quick, click away. <laughs> yeah, it's an ease right? on our wallets for once. Let's just yeah. say that. And the fact that they mentioned multiple times that it's going to be available in Target and Walmart to people, so don't freak out. They said if you can't get it online, you'll be you'll have chance to get it at the stores in a month and a half from now. So at least they're letting people know and they're going to do their very best to make sure that everyone has a chance to get it so i'm thinking it's going to be limited to per customer which is totally fine mm -hmm. i'm on board with that i'm on board whenever they limit customers to one or two i think it helps everybody out definitely now here's a good question for you you know we get you know ever since last year when uh everyone had to quarantine and you know things were put on hold for comic cons and conventions and you know we we get hasbro pulse throughout the year it's kind of spread up and they had a big one maybe two months ago and then they have one later on this year which is usually around october and then we got NECA doing their mini little comic-con this weekend that just today and next weekend we have san diego comic-con at home is this gonna ruin what people hope to expect like it seems like it's gonna prevent people from going and watching that's a really i, I don't know if it's gonna pre prevent people from going and watching but yeah, it does take the, the sting out of it a little bit, right? Just the pizzazz, you want to call it, mm -hmm. out of it. But I think companies are smart enough to probably hide a few things and say, yeah, you know, we did say this, but we also have this. You know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. They're smart. They know what they're doing. They're marketing teams on so. top of it. Yeah. They know what they're doing. I'm not even concerned about that. I think they're just going to, you know, you know, keep amazing us every, you know, every time, so... They, got, they know what they're doing. They're good. Um, yeah, okay. So we're definitely what Hasbro did and what NECA did, it's really cool. Can't wait to see all these figures in my collection. Uh, just We're living in a golden age. We're oh, living seriously? in a golden age of collecting. Like, I'm telling you, like I have never seen this much quality of collecting ever. You know, the last two years, it's just on fire. Right. You know, the industry is just on fire. And it's crazy because the last two years has been mankind's worst two years. Right? <laughs> with the, you know, with the virus and everything. And collecting has never been better. Never been better. Well, we have to catch up from what we didn't buy last year. So it only makes sense, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Moving on to our next topic. It is... 
from the HisTank.com site, they have basically unearthed some trademarks that Hasbro has been trying to do. So it reads that Hasbro has applied for a brand new G.I. Joe trademark at the United States Patent and Trademark Office, categorized under Entertainment Services. Hasbro has expressed that the trademark is applicable for movies, TV shows, a TV show series, and animated series. So... The interesting part is, we all know the movie, there's a movie coming, and more movies will come probably if it's successful. We all know that they have an animated series in the 80s, and seeing a new version would be super awesome. But the one in the middle is also interesting, is TV shows. Live-action TV shows. That's the interesting nugget there. Yeah. But... That's that's and it's so funny that you're bringing this up because this this what developed in the last day or so this news mm-hmm. came up yeah, because a few days few days yeah okay so about that time maybe a few days ago you sent me a link we are getting a child's play TV series yes and I don't know how I feel about that like how would they <laughs> put this into a TV show. You know, it's going to be very interesting. I don't know how it's going to work. It's funny you said that because I sent that to my wife because she's into <laughs> horror stuff here. And there. She's she's a big chicken, but she does watch it because she, I don't know why. She <laughs> likes to get scared. But I, mess, I sent her that and she's like, why is it a TV show? She said that too. She's like, why is this not a movie? I'm like, I don't know. What? I have no idea. Maybe, yeah. maybe they feel that the movie's not going to make enough money. It's... You know, like, so they decided to do a TV show out of this. Well, it just, I, the thing that I don't get is they rebooted the movie. And I don't know, you probably didn't watch the most recent I one. Did. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. the most recent one, I didn't, but I did watch The, the Bride of Chucky. Okay. <laughs> and some of the ones I was, I can't remember, but I did watch it because that's the one character that scares me, but I don't mind don't mind it because it's just funny at times it is it's so funny okay it's weird i have this weird relationship with that character it's just a weird weird relationship you need to watch the reboot because it's like a perfect blend of comedy horror and that's the thing is like they rebooted it so why wouldn't they continue with the reboot like i don't see where they can take it in a TV series, which let's get back to the GI Joe. Yeah. Which, if they make it, we'll talk about we'll talk about Chucky and uh, when it gets closer to the release date, and we'll give our take on that for sure. Definitely. But yeah, it's it's a TV show. Like it's interesting because there has been rumored that Amazon's picked up Lady J TV show. Oh. Cartoon so or real life? So, uh, no, real life, uh, live action TV show interesting okay Lady this could J. be good it could be or it could be a colossal flop like i mean gi joe is such a like a small or small room a margin for air here very small because we've seen the movies that the rock was in that bombed <laughs> right if you don't do it right the fans are gonna walk away from it it's just simple as that the gi joe fans are very very um careful and, and they want everything to be done proper they don't want to be made fun of of their intelligence for the characters yeah they want their characters to be what they grew up watching and if it's not they walk away from it 
right? Yeah. You can't fake you can't fake it. You gotta bring, you know, history, you gotta bring that nostalgia effect, you gotta bring all of that into these movies, TV show and animated series. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. You can't lie to these guys. You can't you can't, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? BS BS your way into it and think that people are gonna love whatever you give them. No. The fans are loyal fans and they want it done right. Yeah. And I can see um, a Lady J TV series because for people out there listening who don't know much about Lady J, she is like the master of disguise. She is able to listen to someone's voice and kind of manipulate the same sound. And, you know, I could see that being worked into the TV show. But, you know, it could get to a point where that whole setup gets old because they did it in Charlie's Angels. So, but, you know, if, again, anything that comes out that's new, a reboot, or we've seen before, you know, hopefully it's done smart and done well and it'll be successful. And, you know, I would probably watch it. I love anything that has to do with spies. Like, I was a huge Alias fan, yeah. so I'd be down <laughs> for Lady J. And if it's live action, if it's real, I'm down. And same with G.I. Joe. If that became a real series, I'd yeah. be excited to watch that. So, yeah, Lady J is basically the equivalent of Zartan, right? The, they're both masters of disguise, so they're the equivalency of each other. And I would love to see a Zartan show up in there. Oh yeah, uh, they could do they could do so many things. It would be nice to see if they do a crossovers with the movies and the TV show, like how Disney's doing. Right. right? It, would, it would be really nice to see that because I think that's the best way you can get that TV show to stay on the air if you cross it with the movie characters once in a while. It doesn't have to be all the time, just once in a while. Yeah. How Snake Eyes, Biffy. You know, it doesn't even have to be like a character that could be on for the entire episode. It could just be Snake Eyes dropping off a file or saying, hey, (laughs) you know, this has to be done here. Or, you know, gives her something, a weapon or something, say, use this in your next mission or something. Things like that (laughs) fans will geek out over. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's what you need to do if you want a TV show to be successful in the whole, you know, universe of G.I. Joe, I think. Mm-hmm. Because if it, if you don't do things like that, I don't know if you, I don't know if a character can hold up by itself a TV show because GI Joe is such a team based show or team based universe, right? Yeah. Whether you be the bad guys or the good guys, it's a team. It's never just one singular person. And right? that's the cool possibility with this is they might bring in characters that are within that uh, realm of G.I. Joe that we haven't gotten to see very much and give them more of a backstory and character growth and a little more screen time. All I got to say is I remember the cartoon. If we get a live action series, please, I'm praying to the gods that after every episode, we get the more oh, you know. know. If they I put knew, that I in there, I knew this was coming. If they put that in there, I will give you all my money. And you know what? It's so you know what? I, <laughs> so instead of little kids running up, it'd be just like you know nerdy character uh, fans running up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Thanks. gosh, it'd be Thank so you, amazing. Joe. 
Yo, Joe. Do, 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 do. It's all these nerdy kids holding classified figures in their hands. Oh, my. You know what? Don't be. Oh, my Target God. Target exclusive that... figures in their hands. That would be a good one. Uh, you know. Uh, just buy one figure because scalping's not the right thing Scalping's to do. Scalping's wrong, yeah. kids. But <laughs> yeah. we're not kids. We're teenagers. Scalping yeah. wrong is, is wrong, adults. They're at a <laughs> target with it. like 40-year-old adults like fighting don't, over Don't G. do it, Joe. Hector. Don't do oh it, Hector. Don't, don't you scalp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love that so much. You can, That's probably a Saturday night clip. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday night or Mad TV. That's, that's what that's what it's gonna be. Oh. Just wait for the show to come out. It's gonna they're gonna do a spoof on that for sure. Oh, Absolutely. I I hope so because that's that's what made the show. It, like Gem and the Holograms used to do it as well. That it's was so, it's so cheesy, but it worked. Yeah, I'm a good person. So I think you know thanks to those. Yeah. Uh, the more I know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, also the TV, uh, the the animation, that's another big one, too, in that list there. I mean, it's been such a long time since we've seen a really good animated TV show of G.I. Joe's. And I can't wait. Like, if they if they do it right, it, it could be so good. The hype is already here. I mean, you see what people are doing to get G.I. Joe figures. Oh, gosh, right? yeah. They'll run each other over to get it. <laughs> like... They will run you over to we'll get it in the toy aisle to get that classified figure or that Cobra Island figure. So, the hype's already there. The six, the the, the popularity of the, the this universe is already there. Can you imagine now adding all of these you know shows into that? They better be ready to pump these figures out ten times amount <laughs> versus what they're doing right now because it is just gonna blow like crazy if they do these shows well. More and more people are going to want it. And then knowing Hasbro, what they're going to do is they're going to have these cart- this animation and the character is going to look gonna look way different than what we just bought. So Snake Eyes will have, have a different look. <laughs> J- Lady J will have a different look. And then, well, guess what? We have to buy the animated version, people. Exactly. Here, here's our new animated line, G.I. Joe. <laughs> Collect all of these characters all over again with the same sculpt. But it would look so cool if they made them, like, the original vintage-looking ones. Well, like, Super 7's doing that right now. Super 7's making them look exactly like the vintage ones. Okay, so, you know, I'm sure Hasbro would do it as well. And, you know, we'd get the articulation. But the funny thing is, like, it almost sounds like they're doing reverse. Because I don't know if everyone knows the history of He-Man and She-Ra. Like, this cartoon was practically created to sell toys yeah and you know that here's a cool little backstory so when she-ra was created they had that comic book and the look so i always wondered why when i was a kid and i got she-ra figures for christmas this did not look like the cartoon animation because what yep. happened was, this is the visual they got. The toy company made it, but then they had to make changes for the cartoon because it had to be easier to draw and animate. And that's why we get a different looking Shira. But, like, it's so cool. Uh, the toys that made us on Netflix, go watch it. It explains all that on there. And they also yeah, have. Show. 
And they also have one about uh, Masters of the Universe. So they cover everything He-Man and She-Ra. So that was my childhood. I always get excited about that. But yeah, Hasbro, you know, they have the toys. They think, okay, it's doing good. Let's do a cartoon. And then, yeah, Yeah. they do the the hype. They saw the hype. They're like, oh, my God. Like People are literally scalping these things for hundreds of dollars. Yeah. They saw the hype and they're like, okay, let's capitalize on this. It's definitely backwards. You know, from what we're used to in the 80s, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to transpire when this stuff actually gets uh, made into TV shows. I, I think it's going to be insane. <laughs> the The secondary market is going to be crazy. They better be ready to pump out these figures in mass quantities. <laughs> like yeah, it has to be gonna... Marvel Legend level, <laughs> yeah, the quantities. Exactly. Where every Walmart and every Target and Toys R Us, whatever it is, has them in stock ready to buy. Mm-hmm. Right, no more exclusives. Oh, you know they're gonna keep doing that. <sighs> but I mean, it, it is. And I'll, I'll, t- I'll give you. Uh, I'll tell you right, right now. Barbecue is still available on Target's website to purchase. Oh, seriously? Yeah, it's an exclusive. It's still available. I just checked the other oh. day, and it's still available to be purchased. So, that's a good sign that they are making a ton of these. Yeah, that's and- a great sign. And I think in Canada, get rid of the Walmart exclusive because Walmart doesn't even carry like NECA and they do. It's very rare that when I go on toy hunting, I see any G.I. Joe figures do a Toys R Us exclusive. That's big in Canada. There you go. And EB Games. Well, they do that with the uh, Target um, exclusives. They bring it over as a Toys R Us exclusive. But Toys R Us has actually been pretty good with these. Uh, They have... They continue to bring the exclusive, like the Baroness bike. Mm-hmm. I believe one of the stores nearby, one of the toy stores nearby, had like eight of them just sitting there. Oh, and at the time when they came out, people were fighting for them. Scalp. Some people were scalping it for double the price. <laughs> but in the last three four months, they brought in, I think, hundreds of this Baroness figure into just in the area where I live in, and allowed a lot of people to get these figures. Well, that's right? good. So, yeah, I mean, we are a bit behind in terms of getting G.I. Joe, uh, Corporate Island stuff, but when we do get them, I, I think there's a f- good amount of it coming. And I think in the next two months, you're going to see a lot of the, you know, um, the exclusives keep pumping out into Canada because I've noticed that, you know, they, they continue to bring the figures and that's just great. You want a continuous... I don't, I, I don't like the idea of discontinuing. When something is hot, you keep yeah. printing them. You keep printing them until <laughs> it becomes not hot or rele- irrelevant, mm-hmm. right? Oversaturated. Exactly. So if the if it's still sold out at the stores, you know it's still there. It's, it's people, the demand's still there. Keep pumping it out. Keep pumping it out, right? Yeah. So you've already made your money. They've already made enough money off this line. They're, Anything they're extra is just gravy, stuff. right? So yeah, my de- but the downside, like I mentioned a previous uh, podcast, is. I hate the fact they only bring it out in pairs. Two classifieds and two Cobra Island figures at a time. I just can't, like, at this rate, it's going to be like 2025 when I get all my figures. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the whole, that's the that's their end game is to drag this out for five to seven years, right? <sighs> but it's just like, oh my God, like, when am I going to get this character or this character? It's like taking forever. <laughs> I'll be 60 and I'll finally have all the sets. 
yay, but then I will probably not be interested anymore because <laughs> the new one, the cartoon versions will come out of them. <laughs> so. I don't, I honestly, I don't think you'll ever lose interest. Like, you are. No, 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 I don't fan, mean lose interest yeah. in terms of collecting. I mean, like, oh, there'll probably okay, be something okay. else on the horizon by then, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, before I even finish this, this line, something better will come along by then. <laughs> so. yeah. Good point. All right, okay, well, so that is the G.I. Joe stuff that's going to be trickling down. A TV, light TV show, Amazon's already working on Lady J, and then the animated show, which uh, there's no um, no mention of who. Maybe Netflix will pick it up. We don't have, we have no idea. But, of course, as soon as we find out, we'll definitely put it on our Instagram, and uh, we'll put it on our, uh, we'll talk about it definitely on our podcast. Yes. All right, okay. Um, let's see here. And then we have our final topic. Let's get our list going there, Chris. <laughs> I am looking at it right now. <laughs> so our list, our final topic is top five time-traveling movies. Now, it could be a franchise or it could be a specific movie, but it, the franchise would count as just one. So it's not like you can have, if there's like four or five movies in the franchise, you can't count all four or five of them as your list. Yeah, so no. the franchise counts as one. So we got top five. Do you have any honorable mentions? I have a couple honorable mentions. Uh, no, I um, I have my. Top Is it okay five. if I mention the if I go for the honorable mentions right now? Oh, but what if one of them is mine? Should we save them till after? Okay, yeah, okay. Honorable mentions after. Yes, okay. I'll do my honorable mentions after. Okay, you go ahead. So you you ranked them from five to one, right? One being the best. Uh, sure. Okay, so yes. why don't you go with your least of the five, uh, top five. So number five, what is your number five? Okay, I wouldn't say least favorite. It's one of my favorites, but I am going to have to go with Interstellar. Now, it's not entirely about time travel. There is time travel in there, and... I don't know. Well, Have you seen this movie? You, you, do you want to spoil it for somebody who hasn't watched it yet? <laughs> oh, well, that's I'm, I've already watched that's... it. I've already watched it. Okay. I, I was, yeah. But so... anybody who hasn't watched Interstellar, maybe <laughs> you want to stop right now and go and watch it. It is a must-see movie. Oh, it took me, I had to, you know, the second time I watched it is when I really fell in love with it. I did go see this in theaters. It is a long movie. And for me, it was like, okay, trying to follow along with everything but when you watch it the second time everything just comes together in explanation because that ending like what yeah. the heck just happened you know um a little briefing a cool scene that i liked in this movie which had to do with kind of time travel uh they get to this planet and it's just covered with water and Two of them decide to go down. One was going to stay on the ship. Because when you're down on this planet, one minute on this planet is eight years back at the ship. So they go down. They're doing their searching. They find some things. And then they head back up after everything that happened. I'm not going to say because if you haven't watched it, it's not going to spoil it too much. So they get back to the ship. And actually, I think it was, what, 10 years that went by? So it's just like, it's crazy how time works in space yeah. and how yeah. how could that be possible when you're just on a planet and a spaceship is just above you 
one minute is like 10 years it's it's, it's crazy uh, it's, cool i'm a big uh, astronomy you know buff i love all that stuff you know i love uh, watching documentaries things like that yeah and so i understood what what they were implying because it has to do with the black hole and the the horizon and how every degree closer you are to the black hole the time um situation is different it's vastly different mm -hmm. so i understood i mean i don't know the whole physics of it but i understood what they were implying and it's it's yeah it's definitely crazy it's the same thing when you're going light speed ahead you know when you're a light speed away from earth by the time you come back time has changed drastically because you know it's a, a lot of cycles have gone through so you could actually be coming back and still be at a younger age than somebody who's sitting on earth yeah right just traveling light speed back and forth but yeah it's, it's pretty crazy okay so that's your number five right yes okay my number five is bill and ted's excellent adventure <laughs> yes yes Rock on, brothers. <laughs> I knew you were gonna put it on your list, so that's why I didn't. I didn't put it on oh, my list. Oh, you should put it I'm on like, your list. No, because that that'd be no fun. Like you oh, know, we want to okay, get all okay. the good movies on here. But go, so sorry, Bill and Ted's ahead. Excellent Adventure is my number five on the list. I remember watching this with my one of my good friends, who I'm still friends with just today. You know, after 35 years, we, I remember watching um, this show. You know, he put it on VHS tape. We watched it, and we were just <laughs> blown away. We were just like, oh, my God, this show is crazy. You know, going, traveling, you know, in a phone booth. People, half the people probably listening to this probably, what's a phone booth? <laughs> um, but it was it's such a fun ride, and it was so popular that we just had a spinoff. Well, not a spinoff, a resurgence of it. Just the uh, last year, I believe it is, right? Or two years ago in the theaters. About that, yeah. What do you think of that one? You know what? I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm terrible. I know. And yeah, you it's, are. <laughs> it, it's available. Listen, I'm just, you know, when I know it's there and I can watch it anytime. But now that you mention it, I will probably, you know what? I will watch it tomorrow and mention it next week's podcast okay, of what good. I watched and what I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited. You know, the, you know that you part know. where we say what we got, what we watched. You should really, <laughs> yeah. you should really be stepping it up. <laughs> oh please! Just because you guys watch stuff. Hey, when's the last time you watched a horror movie? Hmm. Hmm. hmm? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Moving on. Moving on to number four. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Give me a number four. Going back to my childhood, uh, back to the 80s, baby, I am going to Flight of the Navigator. Have you seen that? Movie. What? Oh, okay. So, Did you say Flight? Flight of the Navigator? Flight of the Navigator. And it's about... Wow. Yeah. What? I can't, I can't believe you haven't seen it. I think it's I've on I've never Crave. even heard of this. What? If okay. I see it, then I probably know it. Okay. I, I don't know why the name doesn't ring a bell. Uh, it, you know, it wasn't like a huge movie back in that time, but like it's definitely a movie that is so memorable to me uh, because this kid comes across a spaceship and uh, he gets in it and it's so cool in there. It looks like a bean. So he goes in the ship 
and then everything's chrome on the inside and there's time traveling but it's the voice of the spaceship that you cannot get out of your head it is peewee herman no way yes oh i am interested now <laughs> and you know it's so cool he goes into the future and he goes back to his house and his family's not there anymore it's just a really fun adventure uh, movie and you know i think i've watched it last year i still enjoyed it like it's definitely something you could watch with your kids it's definitely kid friendly well I, okay it was kid friendly for me at that point you know but we watched everything God, I watched Candyman when I was 10 years old. My parents were like, sure, go watch that. That explains a lot right there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. But uh, yeah, Flight of, the, Flight of the Navigator, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. I don't think it's on Netflix, but I think it might be on Prime or Crave. Okay. I think I came I'll across it. I'll, yeah. I'll look for it. Okay. Okay, so number four on my list is Demolition Man. Okay. Do you remember watching this? A long time St- ago. Sty Stallone and um, Wesley Snipes. It, it's I I remember, but like I. They they basically were um, what's it cryogenically frozen. Mm-hmm. For some weird reason, I don't know why they would freeze uh, a villain and a good guy, so they were frozen. And in the future, uh, Sandra Bullock's in it as well. Oh, okay. So in, and in the future, what happens is when they get... Uh, it's so funny. You have to watch it because how they depict the future. It's supposed to be like 2020, I believe it is, or something like that. <laughs> oh, seriously? And the, and the cars look so bad, but they try to make it look futuristic. It looks so terrible, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, basically, crime has come to a halt. And the police basically are glorified, bad-roaring, you know, people walking around. There's very little crime or zero crime because they're able to freeze. They froze all the evil people. I don't know. It was just a weird story. But basically what happened was when they were unfreezing these guys, they gave Wesley Snipes all of these traits. They genetically enhanced his ability. So he was an assassin. He was this and that. And... Sly Sloan got like how to knit a sweater. Like he got all these <laughs> he got all these lame traits, right? Because he <laughs> used to be a really good agent. Now he's just like some soft nanny sitting there making some, you know, sweaters and, you know, toques or something. So that's what it was, a demolition man. It, it's it's so funny and corny and cheesy, but it's just like good times. I'm just gonna and knit this grenade. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a machine gun oh my god yeah you definitely so it was good yeah demolition man okay that's my number four okay. all right what's your number three my number three is a definitely a feel-good movie and i'll be honest with you i teared up in it and it's an animation from 2007 it's meet the robinsons and have you seen this one? I have seen this one, but I can't picture it on my head. Okay, so this kid gets put into a foster home and he grows up and, well, first of all, 
he's a really smart kid and he's big into science and he wants to create this time machine. So he's almost there. All of his experiments tend to blow up in his face. And uh, so something happens in the future that comes back to his point in time. And he actually goes to the future with this other kid and meets this whole new family. And this is a spoiler. So halfway through the movie, he finds out that this family that he's met is actually his own family. And, you know, oh, interesting. It, it's it's such a cute movie. And the villain in there is hilarious. He's got this magic hat that uh, it does all these cool little things for him. But he takes over <laughs> the mind of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And you know how they have the small <laughs> hands. So this Tyrannosaurus yep. Rex is chasing after the kid. But his head's preventing him to get into the small space. And he's like, I got a big head and small little hands. And I'm just like, <laughs> it is it is so funny. It's such a feel-good movie. It's from 2007. It has everything in there. You laugh. You might cry. You know, I'm a big baby sometimes when it comes to these movies. Because it just hits your I'm heart and just yeah. tugs on it. But uh, if you haven't seen Meet the Robinsons, it's good. It is from 2007, but it still stands. That's the thing about animation movies is they still stand up nowadays. Oh, even yeah. From Toy 2000. Story? Oh, Toy God, Story, yeah. phenomenal. To this day. That was Over like 90 years old. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel so old. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's your number uh, three? Number three is Avengers Endgame. Okay, yes. That is my number three end game. I what 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 they did and how they did it. Like, there was early indication, there were some you know leaks that this was gonna happen, but when I was watching it in theaters and it did happen, I was just like, Wow. They did a great job of going to the past and getting all these stones and it was just so well done. They were just over the top. You you didn't expect it, and they just did it, and it was just so good. I definitely, you know, and one of the biggest grossing movies of all time, right? So, <laughs> and and you know what an end end game it was because it really capped off that beautiful saga, right? Yeah, and I re I remember the memes that we've seen because of how long it was. They're like get prepared to see this long movie and it shows someone sitting in a cinema chair with like a garbage pail full of like popcorn and this <laughs> huge no pop. but it, it did it did not feel that long like when you were sitting there watching it the pace was great there was no you know bore, it was so well done it was just you did not feel that that was such a long movie in fact, I actually thought that they could have snuck in an extra 15 minutes in there and I would have been more happy to see that. Oh, like, I, I wanted to see more. It was just so well done. Yeah, I love definitely doing my uh, little movie-thons. And yeah. I will do the entire Avengers from Captain America leading straight up to Endgame. <sighs> it, yeah, so, so, good. so good. So good, yeah. That is my number three. Okay, good what choice. is your... Thank you. What is number two on your list? Oh, we're at number two already. 
Um, let me see. Oh my god, I'm just looking at my movies. Let's do. I love fantasy, and I love anything whimsical. So my number two will have to be Miss Perigine's Home for Peculiar Children, based off the ever-so-popular book, novel. Have you seen this movie? No, I've not, no. Uh, I've heard of the novel. I've definitely heard of the novel. Okay, uh, such a good movie. Miss Perigine is played by Emma Green. Uh, so amazing. So, Is it a Netflix uh i think it might be on netflix or amazon but if you don't have it let me know i can lend it to you because i've watched it so many times okay definitely. uh so well it's number two on your list it must be good oh it's it's so good it's definitely one of those uh there's time travel in there and there's like paradoxes as well so a brief story so this kid has a grandfather who keeps talking about this place that he goes to visit with peculiar children with amazing abilities. And uh, so his grandfather was killed and he finds this book with a postcard of this island. So he talks his dad into taking him there and he's exploring the island and he goes through this little cave that takes him to this point in time so as he's in this point of time he meets all these children that his grandfather told him about but he doesn't understand why they haven't aged because they're humans they just have abilities so throughout the movie they find out that back during the war their house was bombed now with Miss Perigine, she's a guardian and her ability is time. So what she has done is she created this time bubble that they live in every single day. So at night when the bombs are coming, she stops it and she rewinds it and they keep playing out that same day. It What they do day to day is different, but that's the only way they can survive. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And uh, the villain in there, really creepy. You might get creeped out, but uh, there's these people that tried to evolve themselves, but it transformed them into monsters, and they have to eat the eyes of these children. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's a very complex story, but it's so easy to follow. It's such a good watch. So if you haven't watched it yet... I'm sure your kids would love it. It's such a great movie. I do recommend it. Highly recommend it. All right. I will definitely look forward to getting to see that movie for sure. If you highly recommend it, I'm going to check it out for sure. Okay. All right. Number two on my list is it's a franchise, and I do like specific ones from the franchise, not all of them, but it's Terminator. Yes. I'll be Buck. <laughs> yes. Hasta la vista. I mean, Terminator 2, I I don't remember what year it was for me, like how old I was, but mm-hmm. when I watch this movie and I see Arnold with the leather jacket and the, the, the one-liners that he dropped, I was like, this is such an amazing, cool movie. Like, 
and then you see T one thousand like he is you know basically can't be killed you know so many methods they shoot him he just absorbs it he's able to change his form and kill people it was sort of like an X Men movie you know what I mean like it yeah. was just so cool <laughs> it was like you know Cable from the future coming back and then you have the shape shifting you know mutant fighting him also from the future he was my and favorite. then that. Yeah. Sorry. And then also, you know, that beginning scene where you see all the skulls on the ground and all the, you know, Terminators walking by and just crushing them. And it was just such an awesome, awesome concept. You know, rarely do you ever see a sequel outdo its original. And Terminator 2 is the poster boy for that. It yeah. absolutely was amazing. That's the one where Sarah Connor, all I remember from one of the movies is she's holding on to this fence and like this big explosion happens and she like melts to her bones. Was that in this movie? How do you not know this movie? movie? No, I do not know this. I can't remember which one it was. There's so many different versions. Go back and watch this Terminator 2 movie. I know it's good. And I've watched it's, it's, it. It's beyond good. It's beyond good. It's amazing. It, yes, yeah, like times <laughs> ten, times ten. Yeah. So Terminator is the franchise itself. There's a lot of hit or miss. I didn't like some of the newer stuff that they were doing. I definitely didn't like the new one that they had. It was just too nonsense. Uh, you know, I I just like the very uh, first one, and I love the second one. To me, those two were enough. I had a blast watching those two movies. Uh, they've got a special place. Number two definitely has a special place in my heart. It is one of the best movies I've ever seen in terms of action. So good. So that is my number two Terminator. Nice. Good choice. All right. What is your number one time traveling movie? <sighs> you know, I'm sure people out there I are have listening. a feeling it's going to be the same one as mine. <laughs> but which one? You know, the whole thing. No, franchise. it's a franchise. See, yeah. I already knew. See, I already yeah. knew. <laughs> I, let's okay, face so, it. Okay. This has got to be okay. a number. Yeah. What? Okay, so we both are going to agree. <laughs> you go ahead and say it. And okay. then we will, pick, we will pick which one we think is the best one. Go okay. ahead and pick it. So this is a no-brainer, everyone. This has to be the franchise of Back to the Future. You know it. What? What? McFly. Hello. <laughs> yes. Hello. Um, yes, as number much... one in my books too, by far and away, not even a contest. No, it is the Back to the Future franchise. Okay, which one is your favorite out of the three? Okay, so all if three you say of them. Three, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get no, really no. irritated. <laughs> no, <laughs> all three of them are super fun. Even the third one, it's a great yeah. little adventure, yeah. different time period. But I have to say, my favorite one has to be the second one. Uh, you know, they're going back to the time when everyone was celebrating and, you know, just the things that they had that they thought the future was going to be in that year. Like, we're close to it. The shoes that tie itself and then the jacket that form fits to you. But it's yeah. just I love that about movies is like forward thinking, like. You know, we haven't really seen too much of a movie nowadays that elevates the thought process of what technology is going to be like. Yeah, we've seen teleportation. You know, Star Trek did that 30 years yeah. ago. You know, like, 
it's the imagination and seeing that in Back to the Future 2, it's just so awesome. I'm still waiting for that freaking hoverboard. Like, how can we have all this amazing technology, a phone yeah, that's like a physics. computer? It's called physics. Yeah, well. So you, you have number two as your favorite. Yeah. I have number one as my favorite. It's it's a tough choice. It really it is, is. It is a very tough choice. I get it. But for me, number one is a little, a, a nudge, a slight nudge above number two. Just because the fact is he goes back in time and he's trying to fix his dad's problem. You know, mm-hmm. like he's trying to help his dad. He's trying to help his mom. It's just such a cool concept to go th- and meet your parents when they're young and try to help them establish that relationship that, that you could be present, right? Yeah. So it, it's such a, I don't know, I really, really liked um, the first one. I, I definitely love the second one too with the hoverboard. That was so awesome. Mm-hmm. It, it's so cool to see, you know, how they connected the small little Easter eggs about the uh, in the first one you had the gentleman that was uh, sweeping the floors of the of the uh, the the was it cafe what do you want to call it the diner yes yeah the gentleman that was sweeping away and then in the second one you see him as the mayor right <laughs> yes. it's it's those little Easter eggs that connected the two that made it even so much cooler that you see that connectivity there and to me this is a franchise that yeah the the animation the 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 graphics and all that is dated, but it's such a great story made with a lot of love and care and everybody the cast, you know, Michael J. Fox, you know, he's an icon, Canadian icon. Yeah. Uh, Christopher one of the greatest. Lloyd. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd as well. How they worked together as a team, the chemistry that they had was so good. And, you know, Biff, the guy who played Biff, by the way, he's also... <laughs> Very, um, what I heard from NECA, Randy, is that he's very hands on and making sure the Biff character looks the part. He's he will do anything he can, NECA asks of him to do. No way, yeah. They, they mentioned it today that the, the guy who plays Biff that he's very hands on, he's more than happy to help them out any way they can. Oh, that you know what, like it, they say it takes the most nicest person to play the most evilest character in a movie <laughs> yeah. and it was just like mean girls with uh uh her name's escaping my mind but yeah like he's such a sweetheart uh from what i hear thomas wilson is his name yeah but that's cool i didn't get to see that so thanks yeah for because they just that. created a biff character i believe that's going to be releasing soon and he was very very hands-on helping them make sure that they nailed <laughs> this character's uh look and all the accessories so it's, it's, you know, look at how many years has gone by when the shows came out and then the figures are still selling. As I'm saying this right now, I'm kicking myself for not buying any of the figures. Um, <laughs> so I'm probably going to end up paying scalper prices for them. I, I, this, it's one of those things like I don't want to get into because I know I love it so much. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like if they ever release a giant two-pack, three-pack sets, then maybe I'll jump back in. But such a great franchise Mm-hmm. forever forever in my heart I, I watched it with my kids and my kids even though the graphics were dated they loved it my wife uh, loves it my entire family loves this franchise it's that tells so you everything right there that generations of people love this sh- movie this franchise mm-hmm. 
And I don't know how you feel, but I think maybe in 15 to 20 years from now, I would love to see a reboot, but I would love to see, I don't want to, see, I don't want to tarnish what has been built, right? Yeah. This iconic, this iconic thing was, this franchise was built. I don't want to tarnish it, but I don't also don't want it to end it. Like, I'm just, uh, you know, a selfish person that continue wants to continue the story. Mm-hmm. One more, more spin-offs or franchise. People are like, oh, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna tarnish that, you know, legacy and all that stuff. I don't know. I, I think if you give it a chance, why not? I mean, we've done so many other things, right? Yeah. And people can argue, say, well, look what you know, they destroyed the, you know, this and that. I don't know. Can you really destroy it? I think what you can do is give it all you've got and see what people think, and at least have that option. Uh, there was, um, I believe, somebody did a rendition of it. It's uh, Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. As, um, you know, Michael J. Fox's character and um, the gentleman. What's his name again? Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher. They did, yeah, yeah Doc Brown. They did one, and they looked exactly like them. <laughs> Seriously? They did a side-by comparison. You can check it out on YouTube, but it was it's so similar how the two of them, uh, the two cast looked, and... I would love to see those two actors you know, do not maybe just those characters, maybe some, you know, uh, an offspring or, you know, a brother or something like that. But I would definitely love to see a resurgence back of that. Not a TV show, a movie. Yeah. I don't want a TV show. I want a movie. I, and I think it could be done well because, you know, we're not trying to replicate what has already been yeah. perfected but taking like say if it came out like five years from now that era go into the future or yeah. you know going back to the past at some point you know it, it would definitely be something because we're fans to see but until it happens like yeah it have to be written very well and... I mean, how cool! How cool would it be? We have the technology. How cool it would it be to actually they go back in time and you could see this one, this you know the old movie being played out in front of them. Yeah, right. It, right? Wouldn't it be terrible if they did do the Back to the Past and it was our past, and then we're like, oh, damn, that just <laughs> makes me feel older. We're going back to twenty twenty one, you guys. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Power Rangers and X Men. Yeah. Oh These people God. are watching Power Rangers. What? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did you see that box set? It was released back in 2015, and I snagged it up. It was uh, you got all three of the Back to the Future movies, and you got the entire cartoon series. Yep. And it yeah, came I have it. The, I have uh, it somewhere. I know, dude. I, I know I have it somewhere. And you press the button, and the flux compa- capacitor lights <sighs> up. It's uh, so cool. I was very close. I was very close of actually buying the real like DeLorean. But there's only there, so few made. No, well, not sorry, not real life. A replica. Oh, okay. A oh, replica. Okay, okay. Like an actual car, though. Not like a die cast. An actual car, but a replica, right? Oh. Uh, there, there was somebody, and I can't remember the, where this was, but there were some you know people that are making this through the older cars, and I was very interested in getting one just... You know, as as something that I could just have as my collection. I mean, can you imagine that a car is part of your collection? <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, yeah, no, such a, a storied franchise. Definitely, it's it's crazy how both of us have. We have such a 
diversity of li- uh, movies on our list, right? I don't think mm-hmm. we have none of the from two to five. We have nothing in common. <laughs> yeah. We're we friends and we have in nothing in common. <laughs> but number one is guaranteed. We knew going into this. I mean, and the thing is, we did not talk about our list at all. No, right? you just we did told not me talk to. About our list. You just told me to pick. And yeah, I just said, I, okay, how about we do a top five time traveling movies, and that's it. That's all we said to each other. Can I ask right? you a question now? Yeah. Did you choose this topic because you knew D wasn't going to join us? Because you know how D <laughs> hates time travel. You know me so well. You know me so well. I'm like, wait. I, I, I chose this topic because I want D to, and he's listening. I want him to listen and cringe every time about time traveling. Because he's such oh a God. you know funny daddy about time traveling, so uh, I, I do want to mention my uh, two honorable mentions. Yes, please I, do. I, I actually Interstellar. It's funny how you mentioned that because I was, I was, I had that on my list as number five. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, when I started going through the list deeper and deeper, I'm like, okay, there's some more that hit me more. Like I, honestly, uh, Interstellar is a great pick. That is an awesome pick. But it wasn't the two honorable mentions that I have. I have uh, Looper. So I don't know if okay. you've seen that movie. No. Looper. Okay, so that's uh, jo- uh, Jordan Gordon. Uh, sorry, Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Levitt, yes. He did a great job on that movie. You have to watch that movie. It's so good. Okay. It's just such a great movie. It was uh, off the heels of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Oh, okay, so you so, know it's going to be good. Yeah, because he killed it as you know Robin in that series. So even though he wasn't called Robin to the very very last second, but he did a great job in Looper. So that's one. And then the other one is Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> you know what? I was really wanting to put that on my top five because I remember the first time watching it, and I'm like, "What the hell am I watching? This is so good." <laughs> what I heard oh the title. You can't be serious, right? They made a movie about that? Like, who's going to watch this crap? And then, you know, they make millions, right? It's uh, definitely one sense. of those movies. I'm not going to watch that. And then somehow, I don't know how. I don't even remember how yeah, I started watching it. I don't remember either. It. I just ended up watching it. <laughs> and then I'm like, is it? I feel really dirty liking this. It's like, it's like your guilty pleasure. And I'm going to tell everyone out there, one of my favorite movies, and it has a cult following and i still love to this day and i have the special edition blu-ray showgirls see <laughs> yeah these these are type of movies that you know this out of nowhere they come and then they have this huge following mm-hmm. right <laughs> and that's that's how it is usually like you don't see it coming right yeah. you just don't see it coming and all of a sudden it has a massive following so hot tub time machine was one of my honorable mentions um, if one. anybody's listening and they've got an honorable uh, list or mention or a list, de- definitely hit us up on our Instagram. Chris will love to chat with you if you message, DM us, or tell us your list. We'll actually mention if you decide to do it. We'll actually mention that. So if we miss something that we mentioned today uh, that you think is worthy of mentioning, let us know. We'll definitely talk about it next week when D comes back next week. And- <laughs> He's He'll probably be like, thank God I missed that episode. <laughs> so since Elvin said, you know, come visit us on IG, I'm going to put up a specific post of a Back to the Future image 
go type your comments in on there. Let, uh, let me know what your list is. Let me know what your favorites, what, hey, which ones didn't you like that didn't make sense to you? Yeah. Let us know. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, make sure to go up to our YouTube channel and subscribe there. We definitely would love to have that number go up, the subscribe count. We Every time somebody subscribes, it motivates us. We have got a ton. I mean, I think right now I have like seven or eight videos in the works. That's how much stuff that we have coming to you guys this summer. And it doesn't stop. I mean, the minute I you know, I have seven or eight listed, all of a sudden I have two more show up out of nowhere. So we got a ton of videos coming out your way. So go over there, head on to that YouTube channel, subscribe, uh, be entertained. That's what we're all about, this podcast. You know, we're available in so many different platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Amazon Music, uh, iHeartRadio. The list goes on and on and on and on. And if we're not on one of your favorite platforms, let us know. We'll get us on that platform. I promise you. We'll do everything we can to make sure everyone has a chance to be entertained and that's what the astonishing news and reviews team is all about we just want to have fun talk about pop culture stuff and just entertain you guys so yeah i mean is there anything else uh, you want to add chris no this is uh i can't believe it was fun it was fun, an buddy. hour and 45 minutes i'm like this yeah, is I mean, what why, happens why do we why do we even have d in a group? <laughs> no just kidding <laughs> we, no. We, we love you d we miss you <laughs> oh we miss you but we know we knew you didn't want to talk time travel so we let yeah. you off one night yes exactly <laughs> I, got, I got to sneak that topic in there yes <laughs> all right okay uh, okay well with that being said uh, wherever you are on the world or the universe have yourself a good morning a good day and a good night bye-bye great scott the flux capacitor <laughs> marty <laughs> <laughs>